Hey everybody, I'm Chris. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Life with the Chapins podcast. Here we go. Season three, episode four. Yes. Boom. Boom. Thank you for joining us this week. We are, we appreciate our listeners. Yes, we do. So, uh, yes, thank you for tuning in if you are. If you're not, shame on you. you <laughs> they wouldn't know this. that because they're not listening. Well, if you, if they, if our listeners, if you, if they, if it... <laughs> Whoa. This is going great. <laughs> if uh if you know someone that's not listening, shame them. <laughs> <laughs> that's the message we want to share here. Yes. Hey, you should be listening to Life of the Chapins podcast. It's great. They're sometimes funny. They have decent content sometimes. And if you're not listening, you're missing out. I think that's what they should say to people. Sounded semi-convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to work on that. Just a, just a little. Right? Yeah, I'm just shooting from the hip. I'm sure um, the people that would be shaming are far more eloquent than I am. Uh, to yeah, come yeah, up yeah. with a better uh, recruitment slogan or uh, recruitment script Yeah. that I just came up with off the top of my head. <sighs> what are we going to do? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> what is this? What are we doing? <laughs> what is this thing? Uh, no, we have some weekly updates that um, we've imp- we've started implementing in our home. And then uh, I decided to do part two. Part two. Of our Jonah journey. So um, I think that'll be fun too. Sounds good, babe. So you... Let's talk about the uh, the recap for the week. Um, so I didn't really put too much in terms of like a recap from the week. But what I can say is um, that lately we've just been feeling a lot of tension in our house, I would say. Um, and part of that could be that like winter continues to tease us and just like come back and come back and come back. And so we're all just in this house all the time and stir crazy and we homeschool. So the kids are always together. And we do realize that that's all perspective because there's people further North than us that (laughs) the weather's even worse. Right. Um, But those are just, you know, I don't want to call them excuses, but that's sort of where we're at. But I personally, like when, when things feel that way in our house, I'm like this, I don't want this to continue. You know, like we, we want to cultivate an atmosphere that feels welcoming and joyful. And, um, so it's just not felt that way. So, um, I have been reading a new book, um, and I will we'll share more about this, like, 
as we implement it into our family and see how it works. Yeah, trial and error. Trial and error. Like, I, I don't think we're quite ready to um, speak on it because it's so new to us. But we have mentioned it a couple of times here, and it's it's this whole concept of family teams. Mm-hmm. And um, this is something that, like I said, is new information to us. We've been studying it. There's different resources out there about it. Um, but we figured, okay, we want this to feel like a team atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So let's start taking some practical steps. Yep. So we sat down with the kids. Our team name is just simply Team Chapin, like nothing profound there. Yeah. Um, keeping it simple. You can name your team whatever you want to name your team um, if you guys decide to do this. But um, we have a team name. Mm-hmm. We came up with a team handshake, which some of our players mm, are still learning. Work in progress. It's not like our easy, our handshake is very easy. No. Um, and then we came up with a team mission statement. Yes. And the way that we went about doing that, because we wanted to kind of have a brainstorming session, have the kids involved. So I got out a piece of paper and a pen and we talked about like what it is to be a team and like what's important about a team and the components of a team. And then we talked about like what a mission statement is. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we went around the table and everybody shared ideas of things that would be important to do as a family um, to try to create our mission statement. So I I wrote down all the notes of what everybody said. And then once I read it back, I said, I want you guys to see if you notice any patterns, any themes. Um, And very quickly, the kids were able to, I, I mean, we obviously knew what the themes were, but the kids were able to identify three themes that kept coming up over and over again. Yeah. And so we composed a mission statement. We wrote it in a few different ways and then everybody voted. Yeah. We did a secret ballad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of interesting that what was it, like four. It was like five, five out of seven five, votes, five out of seven votes for this one. Yeah. Remy didn't vote cause he doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. Um, and then we just had one vote for another one. Yeah. But so should I share our mission statement that Go we came it. up with? Yeah. Okay. So here is the mission statement of Team Chapin. With joyful hearts, we love Jesus and help others. Simply put. Boom. That's what we're all about. So that's like our focus where we want everything to flow from that. Yes. So we also incorporated like a team huddle today I you know I wanted to try and do like a team huddle at the start of the day to talk about okay what is our mission Mm -hmm. what does our day look like today and how can we make a step forward as a family towards that mission yeah and I think today almost needed needed multiple huddles yeah because it was just for whatever reason um colds or whatever they're dealing with that are throwing them off. But I think that you can't be afraid to have multiple huddles. You have like a main one at the beginning of the day, but yeah, if you're on a team and you start to lose, you know, coach calls a timeout, coach calls a timeout to regroup and figure stuff out and Mm -hmm. try something different. And this, all right, get back in the game. 
Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. That's a good way to put it. That's exactly uh, what it is. Yeah. Um, and then we wanted to have kind of like a huddle at the end of the day to be like, what went well? What could we have done differently to start to really teach the kids like that reflection piece? Yeah. Like how can, you know, what were we proud of? What, what, what needs work? That mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, right. right. Um, I don't know. It's, it's something that, um, like I said, we, we just really, there's so much value to it that, um, that we want to keep working at it, but more to come because, um, it's brand new to us. Uh, but we, we figured we'd at least share what we've learned so far and what we've incorporated thus far. Yeah. In case anyone else wants to try it too. Yeah. It's, uh, I I think it's, um, just a a fun way to go about things to kind of, um, make it a little more interesting for the kids, but also show like the true values behind what we're doing. Yeah. Um, versus just, you know, trying something random just for the fun of it. Yeah. It has some like real value. Yeah. Yeah. But cool. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. So you want to, uh, yeah. Teach us about part two here. Yeah, teach. I'm not teaching anything. Teach I am us. just sharing my thoughts. <laughs> um, so I wanted to get into uh, back into the the story of Jonah a little bit. Um, I'm calling this par- portion of it fish food. Fish food. Fish food. Um, so Jonah's in the middle of the storm to kind of pick up where we left off from last episode. Um. He's in the midst of a storm, and all their crew members were pleading with Jonah to try and figure out how to prevent the storm from taking their lives. And at one point, it seems like they've given up all hope, and they all start praying. Now, even though Jonah was running, God is still redeeming. It's believed by the scholars that their crew on the ship received salvation that day, meaning that God used Jonah's running to... Uh, running... Um, to to go after their crew members too. So Jonah's on this whole journey on himself. He's like, Hey, I'm out of here. And he gets on the boat during the storm, you know, so he's got his whole thing, but then God used his story to then turn around and help the crew members too. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, you know, um, I think of, um, the guy with the fro there, um, Bob Ross, he yeah. goes, they're just, they're not mistakes. They're just happy accidents. Yeah. You know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. So like, I, I don't know. I almost feel like Jonah got got on that boat for a reason. Yeah. Or God. Orchestrated that yeah, for orchestrated a reason. orchestrated for a reason. Yeah. Because um, it's the fact that, you know, all the crew members are scared and they're wanting to, you know, stop the storm so that they don't die. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so they started praying and saying, you know. God of Jonah, please help us. Please help us. Um, just to recap, in case anybody did not listen last week, um, Chris kind of went through the story of Jonah, like the first part of the story, mm-hmm. where essentially God was calling him out to do something. Yeah. Um, he was calling him to a place he didn't want to go. Nineveh. And because he was scared and really didn't want to step into that, um, he did what a lot of us do. Yep. He ran away. So, um, 
He runs away. He's on this ship with other crew members. Yep. And they're in this storm. Yeah. So they're literally scared for their lives at this point, mm-hmm. like you were saying. So right. now these crew members are actively praying and pleading for the God of Jonah to save them. Right. And and the thing what's interesting too is Jonah never got to see their salvation. So he has he still has no idea that that even happened because he had already told them to throw him overboard. They're like, "Well, if you want to stop the storm, throw him into the ocean." So they did. Yeah. They're like, "All right. <laughs> if, if that means that we're going to be saved, see ya." And they'll launch him in the ocean. Yeah. Um so I asked this question, where in your life do you, are you desperate for God to come through? Yeah. You know, are you in a Jonah situation? Or are you in a crewmate situation where you're like, I don't know what's going on. Just help me. Yeah. And and how many times too, like, like you were saying, Jonah missed their salvation because at that point he had already been thrown overboard. Mm-hmm. How many times do you think maybe like we maybe were a part of something didn't even realize it, mm-hmm. but our story somehow led God to somebody else or led somebody else to God. And then we went off to the next thing and essentially left a trail behind us, but didn't even know about it. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. It kind of what you just said was, um, you know, if we're Jonah, are there crew members around us that are just looking for help? Yeah. But we're too stuck in our own issues that we can't notice notice what's going on around us. Are we already in the ocean? Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to kind of put that into perspective. Yeah. You know, how, how many of us going to go through our day just dealing with our own things that we're not seeing that some of the things that are around us that we could be a part of. Yeah. Or that some of our struggles might be helping someone around us. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That too. Yeah. So the next part of Jonah, a lot of people are familiar with. Um, and that part is that Jonah gets swallowed up by a big fish. Now, it could have been like a a whale. Uh, most stories tell it as a whale. Yeah. Um, others think it's like a more of like a grouper type fish. <laughs> but anyway... It's a big fish. He's in the belly and of it. He's a in fish. the belly of it. And um and how many of us feel like Jonah sometimes? You know, you've been running from God or he's called you to do something and now I'm fish food. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I I didn't want to do that, God. I'm out of here. I'm I'm running. And now you end up in the belly of a fish. Right. But the, what's cool about him being eaten by the fish is, you know, we, we can sometimes approach our circumstances like, oh, I should have seen this coming. God's out to get me. But it wasn't God, it, you know, God wasn't trying to get back at Jonah. Mm-hmm. He was trying to get Jonah back. To him. To him. Yeah. So he's, Jonah's just running. He's creating problems for himself. And yeah. and God's like, nope, don't do that. Gulp. Gulp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now where are you going? You can't run. You're in a fish belly. Right. And it's the same for us. You know, the the large fish was a way out for Jonah and a way back to God, a way for a second chance. Yeah. And, and this is the same case with us. Um, the, you know, 
that's that's the heart of God in itself is, you know, he'll chase you down. He'll send a storm. He'll stop you in your tracks, do whatever it takes to wake you up and bring you back to him. Yeah. So if it feels like you're going the wrong way, mm-hmm. stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's as simple as that. Yeah. Um. And, and I'm sure that there's someone listening to us right now that truly feels like Jonah. Maybe you've turned away from God or you've done things that you're not proud of, or maybe you're, you think that you've messed up too much, that there's no way back that he could ever, you know, take you back. And I'm here to tell you that that's not true. Um, those are just some of the lies that the enemy tells us to, to keep us down. Um, there's a, there's a word that we often hear the word repent, right? Um, which the dictionary definition, um, it's a view or think of an action or a mission of deep regret or remorse. The Latin word is penitere, which is regret, displease, repent, or to be sorry. And what that just simply, simply put is you're going one way. You stop, you turn around, do a 180, and you change directions. It, and it's a simple thing, and it truly is a simple thing. Like I can't, I'm sorry, I can't get past that it's panty tear. Like, I keep thinking of panties that tear, yeah. and that would instantly cause, <laughs> uh, what's the word? Not but, regret, pe- but... <laughs> But isn't that panty with a T-Y? Yeah, pan but this e. is pan E. Okay, so I'm just adding a T. Yeah. Because that's what the, what I Well, you are, expect. you're supposed to add a T. Panty, panty, panty tear. Panty tear. <laughs> <laughs> I have a panty tear. It's terrible. And I have to fix it. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> yes. The Latin panty tear. Yes. Yes. But the word that you're thinking of is P-A-N-T-Y. This is Pan-E. Pan-E-Tear. Pan-E-Tear. Okay. Um, But yeah. But basically, that happens. If you have a problem, fix it. If you have a problem, (laughs) fix it. Yeah. If you have a tear in your panties, (laughs) fix it. Yeah. If you've messed up, it's not too late. To, like you said, stop and change directions. Yeah. Just turn around. It, it doesn't matter if you're a mile down the road or yeah. 10 miles down the road. Either way, if you turn around and go the other way, you're going to go back to where you started. Yeah. And then choose a different direction. Right. Um, well, you already did by turning around. Right. But you can take a completely different path. Right. Um, so... Yeah, it's uh, um, yeah. We we all make mistakes. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I make mistakes all the time. <sighs> I, I say I, I know I know I'm not supposed to call myself an idiot, but no. I make mistakes all the time. Um, we all fall short of the kingdom of God. We just need to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and keep moving. God is running after you, and He won't stop. He He has no limits. Yeah, He's all knowing. Right. He knew that you were going to make a mistake. Right. You know, sometimes he lets us make those mistakes just to, you know, all right, 
Let's not do that again. Let's go back yeah. this way and well, try this. Well, I mean, because we like we have free will, right? So we have right. free will to make mistakes, but he hopes that we will right identify right. it and I should explain a little bit better. But that was that was good yeah. the way you explained it. It's like, um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I I'm not going to explain it any further than you did. That that was yeah. good. Um, so it's like, um. It's like a shepherd and his sheep. God goes after us in the same way. It actually says this in Matthew um, chapter 18, verse 12. If someone has a hundred sheep and one of them wanders off, doesn't he leave the 99 to go after the one? And if he finds it, doesn't he make it more than, doesn't he make more of it than the other 99 that stayed put? Your father in heaven feels the same way. He doesn't want to lose even one of these simple believers. Yeah. So if, you know, we're all hanging out, the 99, and one of our buddies walks off. Yep. He's going to go and get that one and be like, what did you do? You know, you can't do that. I'm so glad I found you. Come on back to the rest of the 99. Yeah. He's going to make a big deal out of the fact that you wandered off. Yeah. And the fact that you came back is, is even cooler. Yep. Um. Like he's so, gonna he's gonna celebrate and throw a big party for the one that came back, mm-hmm. and celebrate those that stayed. Yeah, yeah, and I think of like the story of the prodigal son too. Same, the, same concept is like there's you know the, the father had the two sons, one decided to stay, one decided to go, and he went off and he made a bunch of mistakes, and you know, yeah, he had all these problems, and he finally got to a point where he's eating with pigs that he was a farmhand yeah and he's eating the same thing as the pigs and he just kind of had that realization like what does my life come to i gotta go back to my dad yeah and the he goes back to his dad and he sees him running down the running down the path like a ways away and he goes that you know my son's back and he yells to everybody to prepare you know, the robe and the ring and the food and everything. Yeah. And like the other son's like, what? What the you, heck? I've been here doing been, all the right yeah, stuff. I've been doing this, what I was supposed to do this whole time. And now you throw a party for my son that came back. Yeah. And it like, that's, that's in essence how God is with us. Yeah. Like he celebrates us coming back to him. Yep. Um, and the story of the prodigal son is really cool. If you ever have a chance, look it up and, and read it for yourselves. Because there's so much um, that you could pull out of it. Like, um, it's just the, the, uh, I'll just say like one more piece to it that kind of sticks with me a little bit too is like back then, um, like the the people, like Jewish customs, they had like their own way of, of doing things. And he's, he sees the, the sun coming back down the path and he literally starts running for him. And back then, like yeah. no one did any of that stuff. Like if you were, you know, you, you were like dressed in fine clothes and you didn't like exert yourself. And yeah. here's the, 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 the dad like running, running after, after his son. son that returned. And I just think that's so cool. Like our heavenly father does that for us. Like. 
I just picture like that type of embrace. Like, I'm so glad you're back. You're I don't back. care what I have on. I'm running to you. I don't I, care what you did. Yeah. I don't care what you did, what you're, you know, what you smell like because you've been hanging out with the pigs. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to give you the biggest hug because you're here. You're back. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that's so cool. Um, yeah. That's it kind of like gives you goosebumps. Illustration. Yep. Um, so back into Jonah to wrap things up. Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights, according to the story. Now, what does that remind you of? Hmm. Hmm. Jesus. Yeah. How, how is the gospel of Jesus similar to Jonah? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of similarities there. Tons of similarities. Yeah. And this was, this happened all before Jesus was even, um, even in the story. And it's right. just so cool how things can just kind of work together. Yeah. Um, like just the, um, the story of Jesus and his, his redeeming story was like everyone that he encountered, like, yeah. you know, the disciple from like the disciples that he picked to the people that he met on the road to, I mean, every piece of his ministry was yeah. like just helping people and, he, but he didn't run from anything where Jonah did, where, right. you know, it was just him walking along the path and just kind of staying where he was called to do. And, and yeah. you know, I, I just think it's pretty neat how it all kind of connects together. I think so, too. I'm trying to think of like, well, because we, we don't we don't often find ourselves in fish bellies or as actual like fish food, but... I know there's been like plenty of times in my life where I either was running from something God was calling me to do, or I was um, handling situations in a way that I shouldn't, or, Mm -hmm. you know, I was, I was carrying resentment or, or, or things like that. Like just, um, and, and God's like, there's a different way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was, it's been in those moments of my life where I can keep going this, this dark way where I can carry resentment with me and be bitter and, and be negative. Um, but then ultimately find myself as fish food and realize like God has something different for me. Like this isn't what he wants for me. Yeah. He doesn't want me to live this way. Right. Um, and he gives you, like you said, he gives you that second chance. Um, and it might not look at, look like it right away because you're like, what the heck? I'm trapped. I'm in a fish belly. I can't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when you're trapped and can't go anywhere, that's the perfect time to look for God. Yeah. And, um, ask for his guidance. And that's kind of what I mentioned before is the fact that he's, he's in the belly of a fish. That was, his redeeming story. Like that's what brought it and ultimately brought him back to where he was supposed to be. It was yeah. the fact that he spent time in, in the belly of a fish. Yep. Cause he had no choice. Yeah. He had no choice. Um, and, and the other thing I'd like to mention too is, you know, if you feel like you're being called to something, a do it, but B, you know, you can't, um, and, I'm I'm a huge I, I I do this all the time and I know I do as I self sabotage. Mm-hmm. I start to think, well, I feel like I'm being called to this, but I can't do that. 
Yeah. There's no way I could do that. Yeah. And I like, I don't have the skill set to do that. Mm-hmm. And you start like thinking all these things and really God gives us the tools that we need for whatever he feels. He's not going to bring you to something and be like, all right, you're on your own. Yeah. It, it just doesn't happen that way. And we're walking that out right now. Yeah. Um, with some of the things that we have in the works and he has been providing for us left and right. And you're just like, oh my gosh, this but, is crazy. But, but what I will say too is um, I feel like there's been times where if God was like, this is something I think you should do. And we either self-sabotaged it or we just ignored it. Mm-hmm. I feel like he circles back around and gives us the same opportunity again mm-hmm. and again and again until you realize until like, you're like wow like this is something he really is putting on our hearts to do because yeah. it just keeps resurfacing um and that's something that's kind of happened with us and you know i the other thing too that i'm learning is that he we need to take action yep. and it doesn't have to be big action but we have to take steps yeah just he, a step was in the right direction. And, and I've found in, in the past few months, for each step that we've taken, he's met us and then more. And like, yeah. and then we just keep taking action steps and he keeps meeting us there. Mm-hmm. And so it goes back to like, be obedient and he'll meet you there. Yeah. It's almost like you take each step with excited anticipation. Yeah. And you're like, what's next? What's next? What's yeah. next? You know? And, and and he's, if you have your eyes and your heart open to yeah. what he's doing, you see it. Yeah. And every step you take, you're like, oh, and you, you know, you see a little, a, a, a little, you know, something that comes along and you're like, yeah, this isn't coincidental. Right. So I would just encourage you, if there's something on your heart right now or something you've been thinking about for months, years, whatever it is, um, I would encourage you to take a step and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah. God, like you said, if God, God put it in you, he's yeah. going to be with you when you take that step. Mm-hmm. Or you could be fish food. Yep. Which, which, which one did you, would you or rather? Or you could be fish food. <laughs> Eat um, the fish or. <laughs> I feel like we've been fish food for a long time. Yeah. Um, just in our own, like, our stuff like as a couple yeah but then you know like we see here there's there's things like individually that we have you know issues that we might have i want to say issues that sounds we got issues (laughs) i got issues i have issues Uh, we (laughs) all got issues (laughs) i think uh you're the only normal one sitting at this table but anyway um so yeah that's jonah I think uh, a lot can be pulled out of just like a short book in the Bible, and yeah. it's pretty neat. It is. Um, I always like dissecting and like studying it and yeah. just kind of pulling things out of it. And uh, I hope that our listeners do too because you've had to listen to my voice the past couple of podcasts. But um, some things got to put on my heart, and I, I just feel like I got to share them. Yeah. You know, act in obedience, that sort of thing, because there's someone out there that could benefit from it, I, yeah. I feel. I think so too. Um. But, uh, yeah. All right. Back by popular demand. Oh, shoot.
we are doing Take It or Leave It. Um, take it or leave it. And I had the idea yesterday to do Disney movies. Disney movies. Um, we had a special request for take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. Just quick disclaimer. So we're doing it. Um, but then I was, dri- we were driving around. Wasn't it when we were driving? We were bringing the kids to go running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. Took them to uh, the track to run instead of to kind of freezing. Ch- a, <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, but they they handled it like champs. <laughs> we didn't. No, <laughs> we <laughs> I were wanted, freezing. I wanted my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, that was cold. Yeah. But anyway, um, well, it was like a track break in. First of all, like. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Weirdest track we've ever been to. Couldn't <laughs> find our way in. We were like, we're going to have to scale the fence and throw all the kids over. Like, how do we yeah. get in here? There was, a, there was a kid in there running. You guys really want to go to the track, so huh? So I'm like, there's <laughs> got to be a way in. There's a guy running. Yeah. But, of course, he's just like a single guy. He could have jumped the fence easily. Yeah. Yeah. But. Stra- <sighs> strapping young lad. But I found, a, I found a way in and I. Yeah. We all cr- climbed through and <sighs> went running. Yep. Good times. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And like yes, that. follow our lead. Break into, <laughs> break into the tracks. outdoor tracks and uh, That's what go you're running. To do. Yeah. Um, shh, don't tell anybody. Um, but yeah, so we were driving around and I'm like, hey, let's do Disney movies because I, I just felt like we, we've seen a few recently. Yeah. That I thought were very good. V- very well done. Yeah. Um, they actually made it to my list. Yeah. But then we, you have your classics. I mean, Disney goes back to like the forties or yeah. something crazy. We got out like the Disney archives. We were like searching all the way back. Yeah. Cause it's tough to think of like right off the top of your head. Like I, I, I had I my of a top few, three yeah. from when I was a kid that I could continue to revisit and still enjoy them. Right. But I mean, there's so many that you don't even consider Disney movies and you're like, Disney made oh, that? Yeah, exactly. And, and we, we kind of put together some honorable mentions too, just uh-huh. because they're just good. Yep. Um, but, uh, I'll let you do your, your three tickets, then I'll do my tickets and then we'll do our subcategories. Okay. Subcategories. This is getting intense. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my three tickets, um, they, these are from like just. When we grew up, like, yeah. these are movies that I liked and yeah. I would still watch again. Um, so I have, in no particular order, Aladdin, yeah. Beauty and the Beast, and Toy Story. I specifically wrote Toy Story 1. Just, I really like a lot of the Toy Stories. Um, probably 1 and 4 are my favorite. But I always like the classic original yeah. with movies yeah. um, most of the time. So, mm-hmm. and that was just one that makes me think of when I was a kid. So, yeah, those are my, my three tickets. Yeah. Those are good. Um, I, like, those are good, but I'll do you one better. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I like, I think those are three uh, good choices. Those were actually, I, I said, I said those three, but then I changed my answer a little bit. Okay. What do you have? Um, I did Lion King. Mm-hmm. Always a classic, Aladdin, mm-hmm. and Toy Story. So, 
We're similar. Yeah. I thought of Beauty and the Beast because I think that that one was a fun one. Yeah. Because I had a younger sister and like, yeah. you know, the whole princess thing and like. Right. I don't know. I just thought it was like a cool movie to watch. Um, Exciting. Especially when like Gaston and Beast had that fight on the castle in the yeah. rain. And then. It's intense. Yeah. Pretty neat. <laughs> but anyway, um, those are my three tickets. So then You're, we did like the subcategory of like more recent movies. Oh, we're doing more tickets? Or yeah. do the Lily Bits first? No, I think we should stay take it. Okay. All right, you do your subcategory, your honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. So this is like more recent, like things that our kids watch that oh, we watch. I like your list. Thank you. I'm looking at it now. Um, <laughs> so I have Frozen 2. That's good. I <laughs> <laughs> I um I really liked Frozen 2 better than Frozen 1. Um me, I thought Me too. It was I think the storyline was more complex, but also like Olaf was just <laughs> killing me the whole time. Like he's just so funny in that one. Yeah. Um and I just it brings back fond memories because all of us girls in the family went to the movie theater and saw it. Yeah. So I think of that too and I think that's part of why I like it so much. Yeah. Um I put down Mary Poppins Returns with with uh, Emily Blunt. Awesome. Really she, good. She was an amazing Mary Poppins. She was. Like, the original was good, but it's hard to get into like the really old ones like that. Yeah. I, I want to say, I mean, because there's people out there that might listen to us that are. It's not old. wasn't that old. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> um, but the old, we'll say the older. Yeah. Uh, Mary Poppins versus like the one that they recently did like a handful of years ago. It was so well done. I think it was like 2017 when they did it. I don't know. We went to the theater and yeah. saw that one too. It was. It was really good. Yeah. Um, and I don't really do musicals. Yeah. I, this is not my thing. I'm not I, a musical type of guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Avoid them at all costs. Yeah. But that one was good. That was good. The other musical that's not a Disney movie was um, The Greatest Showman. Oh, yeah. That, that one is you my really favorite. Too. Like, if you want to turn a person that hates musicals into a fan of musicals, Mary Poppins and... The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman, I would say, hands down, are two of the best that I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, um, there was one that I... I don't mean to get off on a tangent, but there was another uh, musical that I saw that I wanted to just, like... I don't know. Claw your eyes out? Maybe. Some of my eyes or my ears because it was just Mama Mia. torture. Yes. That's yeah, the one. That's you the didn't one. like that one. No, I hated that one. Yeah. That one was stupid. <sighs> Sorry anyway. if any of you were part of the making of hey, I'll, Mama Mia. I'm standing by my decision. <laughs> um. What else? Okay. Number three, I wrote Moana. Moana. Yeah. Moana. Moana. Uh, yeah, Moana. <laughs> um good movie great sound soundtrack gets stuck in your head i mean these are the songs between frozen 2 and moana just stuck in my head from what i hear there's people that would um think differently of that yeah it wasn't that well written but i liked it yeah but i never i'm not like a movie buff person me either. I watch movies just for sheer entertainment. Yeah. If I feel like I get lost in the movie, I'll tune it out and I'll mm-hmm. just wander off and in, in somewhere else. But yeah. Um, I think I just take everything for face value when I watch movies. I don't try to dissect them or 
Yeah. If it's yeah. entertaining to me and yeah. like I'd and I could say, Would you watch that again? Yeah, I'd watch it again. Like yeah. that's telling. Yeah. I'll watch Moana back again in parts. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um so my subcategory, I did Raya and the Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. Such a cool movie. And I love like the whole message behind it. So th- that was one yeah. like, I paid attention to. <laughs> we were also in the movie theater. Yeah. And watching it in the theater was cool. Yeah. Just because, I don't know, the colors and just the effects and, I don't know, it was just cool. Yeah. And that uh, was kind of fun because we, like, we did it for, like, a combination birthday party and we rented out the whole theater. So it was just our family in there. And I, I felt like that was one of those movies where I'm like, all right, you're starting to lose me. And then... It got a little more exciting after yeah. a certain point. You're like, yeah. oh, now we're now we're talking, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, where you're like, oh, I can I can sit through the next like twenty thirty minutes right. because this is this is pretty cool. Um, Coco. Yep. Um, I, I was just thinking the three that I picked for my subcategory are all like bright colors and just this cultural cultural yeah yeah. Um, Coco was a cool movie. I watched that one with the kids. Um, one day, um, and I, I, I liked, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Um, and then Encanto, I put it on my list, even though I missed watched, the ending. Yeah. I missed the ending cause we had, I had to cook dinner for everybody, but, um, I didn't have to, I chose to cook dinner for everyone. <laughs> um, get in there and make us <laughs> dinner. Um, so I missed the ending, but I heard, I heard the ending. Yeah. I just didn't get to yeah. watch, watch the ending. Powerful story. Yeah. I agree. It was a good, it was a really good, um, really good movie, really good message. Um, and it kind of has like that whole multi-generational family concept that we've been learning a lot about recently. So yeah. I think that was another reason I liked that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So. The Leavitts. The Leavitts. Again, in no particular order. But um, I put down Pinocchio, Fantasia, and Bambi. I would agree with those. Pinocchio, like, I don't know. That's just not a movie I think back and I'm like, oh, gosh, I got to watch Pinocchio. I got to own it. I want to watch it over and over. Like, it's just not a movie that really resonated with me that much, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't even really remember other than, like, he's a liar and his nose grows. He wants to be a real boy. And has right. a weird voice. Right. I'm a real boy. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I don't even remember how it ended. Like, he learned not to be a liar? Or did he not learn that? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't either. I don't remember enough about it. So that's why it's on my leave it. Um, yep. Fantasia. <laughs> that's just like all. <laughs> I was just thinking there's people probably listening to us going, what are you? What's are you wrong nuts? with you? Um. <laughs> Fantasia is just like instrumental, like if I'm thinking of the right thing. I couldn't even tell you what Fantasia was. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's just an orchestra, I think. It's Fantasia. Um, I don't know. That's on the list. And then Bambi, I, I think it was a good movie, but it's way too sad. I can't ever relive <laughs> like the emotions that come from <laughs> Bambi. Yeah. Right. Not going to watch it again. Lion King is hard enough, but Bambi, 
that's just a whole nother level. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. I, um, I put Hercules on mine. Okay. <laughs> the cartoon Hercules. Yeah. I thought that was uh, a silly movie. Um, I put Dumbo. I, <laughs> I just, it's just one of those movies. Like, why? 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 I don't know. Um, and then the other one, it's not necessarily like a cartoon Disney movie, but George of the Jungle. George, George, Georgia, the jungle. Tra- I don't know that. Watch out for that tree. I don't know that guy. Was it Brendan Fraser? Brendan? Brandon Fraser? I don't um, know. I'm going to look it up real quick because I struggle with the movies that he's in. Um, I mean, I remember George of the Jungle, but I don't really remember the storyline necessarily. Yeah, Brendan Fraser is his okay. name. He was George. And... I, I don't know. I just... Uh, I Can't s- get into it? Yeah, I don't... Uh, he was in The Mummy, The Mummy Returns, and... Can I see his picture? Oh, I forgot about this one. Um, Bedazzled, where mm. he was in that movie with um, Elizabeth Hurley. But this is... It's Brendan Fraser. Oh, okay. Um... I don't know. I just, uh, it's him as George of the Jungle. Oh. I just struggled with that movie. I thought it was kind of goofy. I feel you. Um, but yeah, those are our uh, take it or leave it. We want to uh, hear yours. Yeah. Disney movies. Comment. Send us a message. Maybe we'll post something on social media that we uh, don't often do. <laughs> Slacker. We're such slackers. Yeah. No, it's fine. Ow. I'm I'm kicking things under the table. Sorry about I that. Noticed. There's a lot of extra noise. Um Yeah, but we'll um we'll we'll try to we'll try to post something cuz I'd be curious what people think what their tickets and tickets and leave it's are for uh for Disney movies. There's so many. Yeah. So yeah. many. Yeah. That was my hardest thing. I had a hard time picking my tickets cuz there are so many good ones. Yeah, cuz I was even thinking of like the for me like Sandlot, I believe is a Disney movie. Uh, like some of the sports movies yeah. that they had, like uh, all, the whole um, Mighty, du- Mighty Duck Mighty series. Ducks, yep. That was done yep. very well um, just from yeah. when we were kids. So we went uh, with the classics, but. Yeah, mostly the cartoon. Lots cartoon. of choices. Yeah. Um, But I think that's all we got for today. So yeah. um, if you enjoyed this episode or you want to follow along with this podcast, we would encourage you to subscribe so you don't miss our weekly episodes. They come out every Monday. Um, and then you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Life with the Chapins. Yeah. And as always, we love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> <laughs>